Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life. Because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Abby Murphy here. I'm just chilling in my little dorm. Also, I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there because it's already bothering me, Um, which we need to touch on that topic, actually, that um, I've been very uptight, which is going to play into a lot of what I'm talking about on this podcast today. (sighs) There's just so many scattered thoughts, so let me organize them for you. The first thing I want to get out of the way is that I cannot for the life of me, figure out how to turn off my air conditioning. I hit the little red button and it shuts off. And then like five minutes later, it's like, and then it starts again. So if you hear the air conditioning in the background, I'm so sorry. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm sounding so country. I'm, I am me, Abby Murphy, am working on it. Um, but until that day comes, I'm so sorry, but we're going to have to suffer through some dorm room air conditioning. I don't even know if you can hear it, but I can hear it. So it's bothering me. And that leads me to my next point that yesterday and today I have been so uptight and cranky and so impatient. And I think that's playing into a lot of how my life is these days, which I'm going to talk about because today I'm going to talk about questions that I've been asking myself recently, which is also going to lead into kind of like a life update things I'm struggling with, things I'm thriving in, things that I'm just trying to navigate because that's really the heart and soul of this podcast is, you know, I've really grown to love having guests on and speaking on, you know, certain things in the Bible or certain things that I love to talk about. But at the end of the day, the reason that I truly did start this podcast was to say, hey, this is life and this is how I'm trying to figure out how to navigate it. I don't have all the answers. I don't know. But all I do know is that I have a firm foundation based in Christ. And the Lord is my identity. God is my father. He's the Lord of Lord, the God of heaven's armies. And if I know that, that is the truth. And that's going to fuel me to try to figure out everything else. But he's going to walk alongside me the whole way. And as long as I dedicate everything I do to him, it's all going to work out according to his plan. And that's all for today, folks. Thank you so much. Psych. I'm just kidding. But anyways, um, yeah, we're going to dive into a little bit of that. Um, I don't want to spill anything right off the bat. Wow. It's already been four minutes. This is cr- Oh, wait, no, it hasn't been four minutes because one thing about me, which I love that phrase, by the way. That's like a new phrase I've been using like all the time. One thing about me, one thing about me. It's like added to my vocabulary now, which is stellar. I love it. I'm just using all these fun little vocabulary words. I think it's because I'm 21 now and I'm just trying to like up the ante, like trying to do something a little different. Um, But yeah, one thing about me, what was I even saying? One thing about me is, I don't know. I can't remember. I guess I should go back and listen to what I was trying to say. What was I talking about? I don't know. Anyways, I guess it wasn't important. One thing about me is that I'm scatterbrained and I'm just going to keep going. I'll let you guys know if it ever pops into my brain what I was going to say. But TBH, I don't really want to stop the podcast and lose the momentum because I'm like, I'm already here. I'm going. It's go time. So like, let's just go. Um, 
Yeah, but anyways, so here I am. My name's Abby Murphy. Uh, for those of you that are new, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. I am a little bit jittery today because I've had half of a Nalani new, which is a energy drink. I tried the new Kim Kardashian one. It's called Kimaid. Kimaid, I think. Um, it's okay. It's good. It's not as good as some of the other ones. My favorite ones are the watermelon and the like stardust. I don't even know what flavor category, like you can categorize stardust in, but it's in a purple can and I love it. Um, but I don't have energy drinks too often, but today I did because I was just craving it. And so sometimes I'm just like, I'm just going to go for it. And that's that. And that's just how it's going to have to be. Um, I'm a musical theater student at Belmont University. I am a junior. And this is very important to remember for today's podcast, because I'm going to be talking a lot about that. But before I get into that, I'm going to do something a little more lighthearted, a little more fun, um, a little game, if you will, because, you know, usually I start with a life update, but I feel like today, since the the podcast is a little bit more of a life update, I thought I would start out with a fun little game. Um, so yeah, let's just jump right into that. Also, two side notes. First side note is that last week I said like so many times and I'm, I'm just like, I just said that, but I'm just like, girl, you got to stop saying like, like I, it was, it was bad. I was watching the video that I filmed on Instagram and I said like about 40 million times. Like that is just not okay. Anyways, so I'm going to be mindful about how much I say like because no one wants to hear like, like, bye, like turn off, bye. I keep saying like, I don't know how to, there are some sentences you just don't know how to go into without saying like, but anyways. The second thing I'm going to say is that my 21st birthday was on Monday. I am now 21 years old. That's super awesome. That's super fun. I really didn't do anything. I woke up. I went to class. My family came and visited me and brought me crumble cookies. And we ate at Frothy Monkey on 12 South in Nashville, Tennessee, which is half a mile from Belmont. So I just walked there. It's pretty nice, actually. Then I went to rehearsal. And then we had a master class right after rehearsal with Kristen Chenoweth. If you guys know who that is, she played Glinda in Wicked, the original Glinda. She's been in a lot of other stuff too. I mean, she was in, I mean, her biggest stuff is Hairspray Live, probably. Um, she was Maleficent in Descendants. Um, I don't know. There's lots of things. She won a Tony Award for Charlie Brown. She, she was in so many musicals. She's in so many things, but those are probably her most well-known roles. Um, but yeah, little Kay Chin came and I did a project on her in fifth grade. So that's cool. But she basically came for my birthday. So that's whatever. Um, we got out of the master class at nine. She was super nice, super awesome. And then I came back and ate salmon and rice in my dorm. And that was my 21st birthday. Not a lot of hype, not a lot of, you know, craziness, but it was me. And that's what I just enjoyed doing. And I don't have anything against alcohol. Here's my little alcohol spiel. I don't have anything against alcohol. You know, alcohol is for celebration. It's for celebrating. Uh, they bonded over wine in the Bible. I don't see anything wrong with it. But for me personally, I just don't really want to indulge in that. And so if I just don't want to, like, why start just because, oh, that's what you're supposed to do on your 21st? Like, I don't know. If I don't want to, I don't want to. And if I want to, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. But if I'm being honest, there's so much 
in my family history and me with the addictive personality that I know I have, I'm just kind of sitting here and I'm like, I don't know if that's really the smartest thing for me to even get into. So if I don't have the desire, I might as well just not. So that's kind of where I am right now. Anyways, it's game time. So I looked up questions to ask a girl. Haven't read the list, but we're going to see what's on here. I'll ask a couple and then we'll get into it. What makes you smile? Well, there are a lot of things that make me smile. Jesus makes me smile. Church makes me smile. Worship makes me smile. Those are the church answers, but it's true. I can't help it. Um, Reading a good book, going to a coffee shop, being still, my boyfriend, my family. I should put my family first. My family, my boyfriend, my friends. Uh, I should, well, no, those are kind of, anyways, um, my, my sister's dog, my love for the theater, creating, um, lots of things make me smile. Can you speak another language? Now. Do you have any daily routines? Actually, yes. So I have a morning routine and a night routine that I stick to pretty like strictly, honestly, because I just feel like when you have a good set routine for a certain part of the day, not for the entire day, but just for a certain part of the day, it makes it a lot easier to think about the things that you have to do in the middle of your day. And so if you just wake up and you already know what you're going to do for morning and already know what you're going to do for night, you don't even have to think about it. So I wake up in the morning and I run and then I shower and then I'll do Bible time and then I'll eat breakfast and then go about my day. And then at night, after everything's done, I'll come back, eat dinner, talk to my boyfriend on the um, FaceTime, on the FaceTimes, and then eat dessert, have my special little nighttime drink and go to bed. And those are my two morning routines. Obviously, I have like, you know, skin routines, hair routines, like whatever, but yeah, for the most part, that's pretty much it. And then I go throughout the day, like with school, but every morning you'll catch me doing that, except for Sundays, because Sunday is the day of rest. Are you close with your family? Yes, I love my family. It's so hard being away from them. I love them so much. Are you working towards any goals right now? I'm trying to figure out what to do with my life. But honestly, it's not something that is making me discontent. It's just something that I have to make a decision. There are some decisions I have to make and I'm not feeling stressed about them. Um, But I just want to seek a lot of advice before going further. So that's probably just the goal. How do you unwind after a long day? Honestly, making a good meal, just making a good meal and talking to people. I'll call someone um, and just lay down, read. If you could do anything, what job would you have? I would be on Broadway or I would work in a church and do worship. I would love, or honestly, I said this on uh, my story the other day, but I would love to go just interview people and talk to people, something with people. Like I want to get to know people. I want to know people's stories. I'd love to travel and just meet different people, talk to different people, learn from them. I'd love to do something with a podcast, like get just a place for people to put their stories out there. Um, and just inspire people. I think community is so important. I mean, that's why I do theater is to get to know people, to touch people, um, make people feel is that's, you know, the main goal. I love just to create and have those feelings. What is at the top of your bucket list? At the top of my bucket list right now, um, I don't know, goat yoga. That'd be kind of fun. 
I love to do goat yoga. Oh, a big bucket list thing, like a life goal bucket list thing. I want to go backpacking so bad specifically, which it doesn't have to be this. I think it'd be cool to uh, backpack around the island of Oahu because it takes approximately three days to go all the way around the island. Um, but I just want to backpack. Like, I just want to go backpacking somewhere. I don't really care where. Um, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to fall break because I'm going to the mountains. I'm going to see all my family and it's going to be super awesome and super fun. And I'm going to feel like a crunchy granola girl. Do you prefer to spend or save money? Save. What are your favorite clothing brands? I don't know. This, I was talking about this, but with someone, but literally all my clothes are just like clothes that I've compiled of other people's clothes that are now my clothes. Like all my sweatshirts are my dad's. A bunch of, well, I have a couple of sweatshirts from Ryan. I have all my sister's shoes, hand me down, all my sister's like sports bras and shorts. The t-shirts, some from my dad, the t-shirt, t-shirts are like just like all given, you know, people just like have t-shirts for different events and stuff. Like literally none of my clothes are mine really. And I'm fine with that. What words of advice do you live by? The One of the best pieces of advice I've ever been given was by um, Cameron Frederico. I don't even know if he listens to the podcast. Probably not, but he's a busy guy. Um, I was asking someone named Tanner what his best piece of marriage advice was. And he gave me some really good advice. Um, and it was just very, like, practical, you know, like, it was very great, which is, that's also great, but I don't live by marriage advice just for my life. But then later Cameron came up to me because Cameron was, um, around at the time and he was like, Abby, I heard you, you know, asking for marriage advice, but you're not in a season of marriage. You're in a season of dating. So ask for dating advice. And that just like shifted everything because that's so much bigger than just like relationship things. Like, we focus so hard on always looking towards the future, always trying to see the big picture. We forget that we, in order to get there, we have to live in the present. And not even in order to get there, but just we are here in the present. So enjoy the present as it comes and focus on the present moment so you can try to be the best that you can be so that you can further your relationship with the Lord so that you can fuel your faith and be a Christian and a good friend and community and focus on the now because tomorrow's troubles are enough for tomorrow. Worry about today or what is it? Today's worries are enough for today. Wait, tomorrow's, I don't know. The verse is something, but it's like, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough troubles of its own. Focus on today. And I thought that was so good. So with that being said, I'm going to open us up in prayer and then we'll dive into the questions I've been asking myself lately. Dear Heavenly Father, still my mind, I'm a little sporadic today, um, but I thank you for nonetheless being here and providing and I pray that it's just your words because my words are obviously just crazy. Um, Thank you for giving me some newfound confidence in a new faith, a fresh faith. Um, and I pray that the listener listening has eyes to see, ears to hear your word. It's been the phrase I've been using lately, Lord. And, um, you know, I really just, I really truly pray that, uh, 
Thank you for today and for this opportunity. Amen. All right, so let's get into it. I have a couple things written down. The biggest question I've been asking myself lately is how to find that work-life balance. I firmly believe that it's a journey forever. I don't think there's ever going to hit a point in any time in our life where we say, oh yes, I have figured it out and yes, in any aspect. I think we're constantly growing, constantly changing, constantly evolving human beings. So for us to stick to just one thing isn't going to work because, you know, we may find something that works for us in the moment, but we're, we are changing, we're growing, especially those growing up. I mean, I'm still growing physically, emotionally, mentally. I don't even think your brain develops until you're like 22, 23. I don't know. I think for girls, it might be 21. So like, hey, oh, here I am. But I just feel like we're constantly evolving and constantly learning. But I also am struggling because the other things I I wrote down, which these are like kind of branch off kind of questions from how to find work-life balance, is that when I'm at school at Belmont, I am solely focused on my schooling and this art form of musical theater that I'm studying is I'm so passionate about. I'm so passionate about creating art and doing these things and and, and creating pictures with people and storylines and choreographing and just having art be with bodies on a stage where you sing and and make people feel in a way that you you can't any other way I'm so passionate about it and yet I feel so drained in my spiritual life and it could be because I'm not seeking for those faith-based relationships within the theater program because I'm always going home to the church um But I think even in previous years, you know, staying here, I don't think I do well with having home life and work life and social life all be in one place. I've really been doing well with going home and having that be home, which is Bowling Green, Kentucky, and then coming to school, which feels like work and having that be work. It's like going to a nine to five job and then you come home and you can shut off. I've been doing really well with that. Now, there are some people who you know, they can work from home and and have that and it's great. I think for me right now, that's not the best thing for me mentally because I'm quite frankly feeling drained at school. And so I have to ask myself like, why do I feel drained and yet so passionate and love this art form so much? The other thing that kind of branched off from the work-life balance is... I just feel so go, 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 go at school. And when I'm home, I feel still. And so I have to look at the big picture here and say, okay, well, what's the difference between home and what's the difference between school? And why am I happy in a work life at school and happy in a spiritual life at home? And I think that's a very dangerous place because everything should be spiritual life. I think that it's scary to feel like I'm not focused on my faith in a certain place anywhere because I don't think our circumstances should change our faith and you know the foundation is the Lord it doesn't matter where we go with that the Holy Spirit lives in us so as as long as I'm staying grounded on my foundation as Christ as the key that that you know 
plants me where I'm going to be built upon, it doesn't matter where I go. That shouldn't change. And yet I'm still feeling drained at school. And so I have to ask myself, well, is this a me personally faith letting my circumstances alter me kind of thing? Or is this truly maybe this isn't the place for you? And I want to be careful in how I choose my words because I don't I don't want to come I don't want to be prideful in the fact that you know I am I I am confident in my faith but I don't want that to come across on the microphone as pride um, because I really have been focusing a lot on you know not being prideful and not telling God how to be God and not wanting people to you know, follow me instead of the Lord because, oh, Abby's this Christian girl, you know, and and I feel like I've come a long way in that and I'm very proud of that and very confident in my faith and very confident in the fact that when I do come to Belmont, I realize even more so how much I need the word, how much I need the Father because I am feeling drained and, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I've come up with an answer Um, I don't even know if I have to or need to come up with an answer. Um, I've been playing the waiting game and playing the listening game and praying and waiting and listening. And there are definitely thoughts and feelings that I know are from the Lord that are being put in my soul, but I just haven't organized them because I feel like there's just no downtime to really sit and think on these things and the thing is I love I was telling my voice teacher this I love theater so much but everything that comes with it I don't want the pace of this art form is so incredibly fast and if I'm not careful and don't check in with myself I'll fall victim to that and get distracted and distractions are where the enemy creeps in And I found myself, this is what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, I found myself getting uptight and cranky and go, 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 go and not being able to stop and not being able to just invest and go with the flow with people like I was able to this summer, able to in different times in my past where I felt more still, felt more connected to my faith. Felt, and I I actually, this is the most connected I've, I've felt in a while, which if you've listened to some of the podcasts, um, that'll kind of explain that a little bit. But yeah, I feel very, very connected um, to my faith, which is, I'm, is something I'm so grateful for. But yeah, it's like I'm finding myself getting crankier than usual lately and more um, scheduled in a following my own schedule kind of way. Um, again, I think there's beauty in, in, you know, being driven and having that drive and setting a schedule for yourself. I mean, the world operates on a schedule and God created the world. Sun rises at the same time every day and sets at the same time every day. Um, there is beauty in routine and beauty in schedule, but not to the extent that I can't set aside my time to pour into someone else because I've got to do what I've got to do. And I'm finding myself doing that and being like, oh, well, I'll talk to you later. Oh, I'll do this later. And then never getting around to it. And it's like, 
But that's the point of life is connection and community. That's the point of why I'm on this earth is to talk to people. And when I feel like, and I say I feel like, because this is how I feel, it's not fact, but I am feeling like I have no time for that. And so that's a shift I want to make within myself. And my prayer on my heart is like, Lord, keep me, keep me um, mentally, emotionally open for change in the day to day. Um, And I find it really easy to do that when I'm away from school. When I'm at home, I feel so still. I feel so go with the flow. I feel so, yeah, let's just see what the day brings because I'm not in that like work mindset. I'm not in that, oh, what can I be doing right now mindset. It's just hard when I'm here at college to sit and just sit because if I'm sitting and I'm here, I'm like, oh, well, I could be using my time to do this. I could be practicing right now. I could be getting ahead on a project. I could be, I could be, I could be like all these, this, that, and the other. But when I'm home, it's, I'm just so surrounded by people and talking with people and, and meeting with people and even, you know, choreographing and doing things of the art form that I love, but it just feels different. It feels more still. And so my question is like, this is the next question I've been asking myself is, you know, is there a difference between being in a hard place and just having ministry be hard? Ministry is hard. People don't go into ministry to feel good. People are not going to like you because of your beliefs as a Christian, especially in certain areas or certain career paths. I mean, I think (laughs) I'm just going to say this boldly, but like everyone's thinking it. Being a Christian in theater is hard. It is very, very hard and very, very lonely. And... I'm very lucky to be at a school where I'm surrounded by believers in the program. But it's just so busy. We don't we don't get to talk about it because we're always doing things, always go go go. And I have to constantly remind myself like Abby, put down the script for a minute. Put down the work for a minute. You're sitting next to someone and you're doing your homework and that's great. But also there are times where you just need to talk and have intentional conversations with your downtime at rehearsal. That is even more so needed than an A in a class. I'm sorry, but it is. It is. Grades are temporary. Grades are important. It's important to try in school. It is. But the reason why... We are here is not to is not for perfection. It's for connection. Like there is weight to that. There is so much weight to that. And that's something for so long I just didn't understand the concept of because there was this like status or standard that I put pressure on myself to try to live up to. 
And it's like, God never put that on you. So why are you putting it on yourself? Because, and the answer is because we live in an evil world that makes us think if you have downtime, you're doing life wrong. That's college culture. It's, it's, it's this hustle mindset. So yeah, is there a difference between being in a hard place or your ministry is just hard at the moment? It's just a hard season. I don't know what it is for me personally right now. I think the answer is yes, there is a difference. But for me, I'm the question I'm asking myself specifically for me is like, am I struggling here this semester because... I was radically changed this summer and, you know, I was, I had a lot revealed to me about priorities in my life and yeah, it's, I'm just, you know, different. Or is it truly, well, you know, you love this because that's true. It is true. I'm confident in the fact that I love what I'm doing. So is it just a tough moment in trying to minister to people on this campus and spread the gospel to people on this campus and try to find those Christian relationships with people on this campus? And it's just kind of like a hard season right now. And that's why you're feeling drained. Like, are you feeling drained because you're not surrounded by the things your prior or the things you want for your life intentionally or you know what I mean and my prayer is that I've been praying constantly is Lord give me the desires of my heart like Lord help me want what you want not what you want for me but just what you want um and I'm just I think it's so easy to fixate on like oh Lord what do I need to do where do I need to go like what's the plan for my life like Those aren't really the questions I really care about. I know he knows the plan. I don't even necessarily want to know the plan. I think it's so exciting that God can just do whatever he wants and I'm just here and he just gets to use me. It's awesome that I don't have to plan it out. I'm just here along for the ride. But in the same breath, you know, it is just a confusing kind of spending of the mind of like, you know, my prayer is make my heart like yours. And when I'm in one place, my heart feels a little empty, yet so happy to be working in the area I want to work in versus being somewhere where my heart is so full with people, but I'm just not focused on work at all. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That one's a open-ended kind of question. Um, not really sure at the moment. I might listen back to this podcast and it hear my words and be like, oh, well, you basically just answered the question yourself. But right now I still feel a little lost and that's okay. I'm just sharing it on the podcast to, you know, one, have something to talk about. But two, I mean, this is, you know, we're just talking through things. 
Um, but yeah, it's like, it's like God designed us to work, to want to work. And so it's like, I love this. Like, I love this work, this form of work, but not the lifestyle and priorities as much. So is it a thing of like, change that? Or is it a thing of like, well, you're just going to have to struggle. I don't know. I don't know. I need some wise counsel. That's what I need, which I've been talking to people about this. Lots of people I trust um, and getting poured into in that way. And everyone's been so great. But yeah, the last question I've been asking myself is like, you know, there are two, there are two, and there's not an answer to this question. So I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. But it's just something I've been thinking about. There are two things that are somewhat seem to contradict one another. But the the answer to this question is that we are not supposed to understand. There are certain things in our brain that we just can't physically understand because God's power is so mighty and he is so other that we literally, we cannot literally understand we cannot understand. Like, there's no way we will be able to understand. Our brains can't. We were not made that way. We weren't wired that way. Um, and yet, I still like to just think about these things because I love a challenge. But there are two things that almost seem contradictory of one another. Is that the right word? Contra- they contradict each other, it seems. Um, which is, one, God gives us the freedom to choose and make decisions in our life. And then, two but God has the plan for our life. So it's like predestination versus choices. Um, Again, you know, the overall plan that God has for our life is pursue the kingdom of God, um, go make disciples of one another, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I mean, those are like those things in the Bible. There are so many things in the Bible that God has planned out for us, for everybody as a follower of Christ. But then you can get real nitpicky and say like, oh, well, is the plan for God, you know, uh, the plan for me, that big thing? Or is it these small little choices? And I I think there, the answer is yes to all. <laughs> but I also think, yes, he gives us the freedom to choose and the fact of like, whatever choice you make, he's going to use it in that plan like it's not like you can make a wrong decision if now that if there is a right and a wrong and you choose the wrong like like a good and a bad like oh should I go okay this is really drastic but like should I go kill somebody or should I go hug somebody like obviously there's a right and a wrong answer to that but if it's like you know for me should I do theater or should I start my own business? Two things that I would love to do. I don't think there's a right or a wrong. I think there's just a choice. And there are some scenarios where, you know, I think everything starts with prayer. Everything starts with getting in the word. Everything starts with bringing it to God. There are some scenarios where God will reveal that to you. There are other scenarios where God will reveal, hey, I'm giving you the freedom to choose, but it's up to us to listen for that. So when people say I'm just listening for God, I don't think it necessarily means I'm listening for him to verbally tell me, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, I think God is, is a God of peace, not a God of stress. I think, well, I know that. I know God is a God of love and he's not going to shake his finger if we can't like 100% hear his voice. In, but I mean, he doesn't work with, like you don't have to work for that. You don't have to prove that you can hear him or you don't have to prove to him like anything. You don't have to prove to him anything. Um, but yeah, that's the question I've been asking myself is like, you know, I know he has the plan and when the plan is over, I'll be gone. And yet, the choices and the day-to-day things and, you know, these little decisions I have to make in life, it's like, there won't be a wrong answer, but is there a better option for what he wants for me and how do I listen for that? And what a question. (laughs) What a question. Am I right, ladies and gents? I don't know. These are the things that have been on my heart. If you have any questions um, or relate to anything or just have anything to say or any comments, um, my DMs are open. You can put it on the the bottom of the podcast. There are like little like question boxes or like like comment section boxes, things or whatever. Um, I would love to respond. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of in a, it's not even like a good place or a bad place. It's just like learning a lot and I'm loving learning, but it's also learning. So it's a little confusing. And you know, there are good days and bad days. If I'm being honest, my birthday was, I've cried every, every year on my birthday for the past like four years, every college birthday I've cried. And it's not because like, like my, I know my friends care about me and all that, but I just, I just cry. I don't know. I just get emotional and and think like I just am away. From, I've always been away from my family on my birthday in college. And family is so important to me. And not to discredit my friends. I love my friends. If you're my friend and you're listening, I love you. But there's just something so special about family. And so, yeah, there is an aspect of feeling alone. And, um, yeah, I don't know why I said that. But I guess I needed to say it, just being truthful here. But anyways, I feel like the word that I've been using a lot on this podcast is but, which is kind of silly, but not B-U-T-T, but just B-U-T, but anyways, I'm going to eat some breakfast now and have a great grand old day. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, that's really all I've got. Go check out the Instagram. It's kind of popping off slowly. It's popping off. Um, But I've been making reels and I'm having so much fun doing it. So yeah. Anyways, I love you. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening. That's life. Thank you so much for listening to That's Life Pod. You are now a hashtag that's for lifer. You are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad. That was weird. Anyways, if you want to find out more, go on Instagram, head over to That's Life Potty, P-O-D-D-Y, because you are not part of the potty people. I really need to stop with this joke. If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube, That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.